Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. What's up? This is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. Mr. New York, and you are now listening to the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. This is an emergency podcast breaking down every single thing that happened on the now infamous American Airlines Flight 1653. American Airlines Flight 1653. I'll be breaking it down with G. Moody. Last name rhymes with duty in emergency fashion. And I got to say, uh, unless you've been living under a fucking rock, uh, you've heard about what happened. Um, it was crazy. It was scary. I'm a hero. Okay. I'm a fucking hero. Am I a humble hero? Fuck no. Am I a shy hero? Hell to the no. Am I a reluctant hero? Get the fuck out of here. I'm not a reluctant hero. I'm not a bashful hero. I am a shit-talking, disruptive, potentially obnoxious hero, and that's okay. I'm not the hero you asked for, but I am the only hero you got. You fuck you. What a whirlwind. What a whirlwind it has been since flight 1653 from Houston, Texas to LAX. We'll be breaking it all down. But since the flight, I got to tell you, there's been a few hero haters out there. That's fine. That comes with the territory. 
Uh, I've been hit up by all the news outlets. That's a fucking fact. Okay? That's a fact. But I'm going to break it down with G. Moody. Last name rhymes with Dewey. Uh, As the great Chuck D said, as the great Chuck D from Public Enemy once said, most of my heroes don't appear on no stamps. And of course, I don't appear on any stamps yet. But who knows what the future holds? They're talking ticker tape parades. They're talking keys to the city. But nobody knows actually what city we were flying above when the incident on flight 1653 went down. I've been given so many different nicknames. I do not know which one is best. Uh, They're calling me Captain Kalitis. They are calling me Air Marshal Mike. They think I should come up with a company called Rappaport Security. And uh, one of the people, then the people's favorite is Michael Rappaport Authority. You get it? Michael Rappaport Authority. It's all fun and games. I got two cups of free coffee. That's a fact. Today, two free cups of coffee at two different establishments. I never got a free cup of coffee in my fucking life. They pay full price. I have no problem with it. Today, one day, two free cups of coffee, and the day hasn't even really begun. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be drinking that much coffee, but it is what it is. I'm going to continue to accept all free cups of coffee. If I'm walking through the streets of New York, you want to give me a free slice? I'll take it. Again, I am not a humble hero. I am not a shy hero. I am not a reluctant hero. I am going to soak this up until the fucking cows come home. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. Mr. New York, a.k.a. Captain Kalitis, a.k.a. Air Marshal Mike. You are now listening to an emergency I am Rappaport stereo podcast. Miles, Jordan, let me get something funky so I can break this down in detail with G. Moody, Last name rhymes with duty. And I'm also going to discuss the 30th anniversary of the great Big Daddy Kane's first album, Long Live the Kane. Let's get something funky. Let's get it going. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast World Tour is real. Thursday, July 26th in Toronto. Saturday, August 4th in New York City. Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Texas. Wednesday, August 22nd in fucking Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer. I cannot wait to play Philly. And Saturday, the 25th of August in Boston, Massachusetts. We're coming out there, Brady. August 25th, I Am Rappaport Tour. You can get tickets www.iamrappaporttour.com. Come see me, G. Moody, and you know we're always going to have special guests all summer long. I am Rappaporttour.com. All right. This is not a test. This is not a test. This is an actual emergency podcast exclusive coming live and direct from Los Angeles, California. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the White Wesley Snipes. 
That's right. They're calling me the white Wesley Snipes. I'm here with G. Moody, the black yeah. Ed McMahon. Coincidentally, it's the white Ed, the white Wesley Snipes and the black Ed McMahon coming live and direct exclusively on the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. Um, and if I sound a little tired or not like my complete self, that's because I am a little tired and not like my complete self. Uh, we should just jump into it, right, Mr. Moody? Yeah, man. Let me let me interview you. <laughs> well, I understand that because uh, who doesn't want to interview a hero? Uh, take us through it. All right. So if if you haven't heard about this already, um, I was uh, coming back from Houston. Of course, I, I was there Friday night for the big three and the games where I have to say, I think those were the best four games ever. Nate Robinson, uh, Big Baby Davis uh, are tremendous additions to the league. They brought a lot of energy to their games. Nate Robinson was the star of the night. It was a crazy, crazy game. Him and Rashad McCants got into it, yada, yada, yada. It was, it was great. The Big Three was great. We uh, you know, finished the games around 10 p.m. Houston time, and I had a 7 a.m. flight back to Los Angeles. Uh, so I got to the airport. It was a couple of Fox people. Me and my man, Mike Hill, who's one of the broadcasters. Uh, uh, we were we got some coffee, and then we ran into some other Fox guys. And then we uh, uh, ran into my man, Ryan Hollins, who used to play over at uh, UCLA. NBA duties, part of the big three. Ran into some Fox dudes. Anyway, it was early in the morning. No one was really talking. Tired as shit. Uh, Big Baby Davis got on the plane. Uh, Baron Davis uh, got on the plane. Um, we were in first class. It was one of these first class seats. Oh, sections. It was the first class sections that only has four, uh, uh, f- four in a row. So it was it was eight people in first class. Um, six of us were big three dudes. Uh, one of the mm-hmm. producers was sitting next to me, and everybody was tired. It was just a regular flight. And the, the seat couldn't recline. I had my headphones and I knew I wasn't going to be able to sleep. Baron Davis was out as soon as the flight took off. Big Baby was out. Uh, Mike Hill and Ryan Hollins were also out. Ryan Hollins is seven feet tall. Okay, if right. you don't know he's a bastard, he's seven feet tall. He was sitting right there. And about, I say about an hour into the flight, I have my headphones and the guy next to me who was out the whole time, he kind of like, he like wakes up and kind of jerks forward in his seat. And then he taps me. He's like, he taps me. He's like, rap, rap. And I just looked like from where I was sitting in first class, I could see the the exit door a little bit. I could see the bathroom. And I see like a guy's back, like kind of jerking at the door, at the fucking plane door. So, I mean, I got up. The whole thing happened so quick. I got up out of my seat, half sleeping with my headphones in my ear. And put my hand on his shoulder. I was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? He had two hands on the, the lever. Oh, man. Damn. And, I, and, 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 oh. And, and the question that I've gotten asked by I, I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast fans the most so far about this online, and I'll answer this collectively, was that when I first said, what the fuck are you doing, did I do it in the Danny Aiello voice? <laughs> and, and I have to say, unfortunately, I didn't do... The first, what the fuck are you doing in a Danny Aiello voice? Because it was so 
surreal. Like it was such yeah. a surreal thing. So I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right. What the, but it wasn't even that. Effect. It was like it was like this, and it was loud. It was definitely loud. I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Right. What the fuck are you doing? I said it three times, but like I was like you know like loud. And and the second time I said it, he still had his hand on the fucking thing. Damn. Man. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you're half sleeping, you're seeing this, and you're like, in your head, all this, you're like, is this fucking happening? Like, am I bugging? Right. And I grabbed, it, like, the guy by the shoulder, and I, like, kind of, like, I didn't, it wasn't like, you know, you're still like, should I be, like, you know you're by a door, you're like, what the, f this is crazy. And, yeah. I, and he was little, and I, like, you know, not pushed him, but sort of pinned him against the, 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 the seat thing, and then I said, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, this is happening all in about, 45 seconds i hear like crashing and shit baron davis from from what i found out woke up from a dead sleep he's about it about it he of course he was he was by the window sleeping and he and they had already started serving breakfast he just i don't know how he got out of his seat he knocked down the guy's shit the shit broke like the guy sitting next to him in the aisle he was like right behind me. He like put his hands on the guy. Then the then the the flight attendants who were not there for some reason, they all got up there. And then my man uh, Ted from from Fox came from Coach. A couple other people came from Coach. Big Baby Davis got uh, uh got up. I mean, it was like the wrong plane to be fucking around with. My man Ryan got up. He's seven feet tall. It was like goons on the plane. Yeah. And one, one of Ice Cube's like door size. Security dudes who were, he was on the plane, but he was in the way, way, way back of the plane. And like, you know, then the, the flight attendants were like, grabbed the guy and they were like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he like, the guy seemed to be out of it. Like, cause he wasn't apologizing and he was like gesturing. Like he was like, he didn't speak English. He didn't, apparently it turns out he was Vietnamese and you know, they sat him down. They, 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 they put him in the bathroom for a second. Yeah. And then and then and then that lasted about I don't know 2 minutes and we were all like what the fuck happened like your adrenaline's rushing like Baron's like what the fuck happened and yeah. we're all like what the fuck and I'm like shaking at this point like I'm like yo I'm like bugging like I'm like yo, did this shit just happen That shit is yo man you so lucky man cuz what if you would have came up on him and the door he would have got the door open you'd have been sucked out of there yo, yo. That is, yo, you should have, you should have snuffed money, man, yo. I, I, yo. I, I didn't know what to do. I, like, it was, like, it, it's crazy because, well, the guy was so little, like, when I put my hands on him, like, he was a small guy. Right. And he wasn't, like, resisting me, which was weird, but he kept going at the door. Oh. Like, yo, and, money, get the fuck away from this door, man. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, I, man. Like, yo, I was, yo, I, I, that's crazy, man. It was crazy. And then they sat him in his seat, and we were all like, yo, and like the guy sitting next to me, like he was, he told me, he said he was around the door, and I'm like half sleeping. I'm looking like, why is he there? And then he started going to the door, and that's when he he woke me up. And listen, uh, some of the quotes that they said about me, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not the hero that you asked for, uh, but I'm the hero that you got. Um, I've been called the common man who does uncommon things. Yeah. Um, rumor has it, and I'm not going to confirm or deny this. Moody, but they're talking statues. A lot of things are being discussed right now. Uh, but, you know, it took us all about a half an hour to, like, calm down. I couldn't sleep. I could fuck, like, every time, like, the steward, like, I was, like, jumpy as fuck. And I was also tired. Like, my adrenaline, like, I stayed up the rest of the flight, which I felt like two hours, an hour and a half. Um, 
you know, and then the captain came out and he asked me what happened and like we told him what happened. And, and then I have to say, again, I, I hate to brag, but this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast and I feel like I'm talking to my family here. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they, everyone thanked me. Um, uh, everyone did say that I was, uh, I, my, I was brave and I was heroic. Uh, I, I'm not bragging. I consider myself a common man uh, who does uncommon things. Um, uh, but then when the plane landed, uh, people were thanking me, um, and, and the H word was being thrown around, Gerald. Yes, I, I read that. And you, you did a good thing. Yo, you showed the world that, yo, the passengers, we're responsible. Let the, let the pilot fly. He don't got to worry about this shit. Anybody go to the door, you see it, you get up, you drag him away from the door and beat his ass if you have to, to let motherfuckers know you're not taking my life because you want some Xanax or some crazy shit. Listen, you did the right thing. They should sponsor. What, what airline was that? They should sponsor our whole shit, man. Um, American you Airlines. American you saved, Airlines. Yo, you potentially saved that whole aircraft. Listen, it, it was true. fucking scary shit. Like, I've yeah, never be been in a situation like that. It was so quick, but it was, that shit was, we were all freaked out. Yo, uh, well, let's say, like, uh, hypothetically, you, you walk up to him, and at the time you walk up to him, he gets the door open. Yo, all that shit, every, you getting sucked out of here, life over. Yo, way to handle it, way to be fucking, um, have presence of mind and not just look. So this is tell other people on planes, yo, when you see some wild shit, just don't look. No. Don't, don't, don't worry about the stewardesses. Let them serve the drinks. You go handle that shit, man. And in all seriousness, in all seriousness, we've talked about the unfriendly skies since last year, this time when we flew to Austin and, and those incidents started happening. And, you know, we made jokes about it. We talked about warming up on the plane uh, before you get on the plane and all yeah. the stretching. I think because of that, like as soon as I saw it, like it was like there's no talking. Yeah. Yeah. And, Split seconds. I, yo, it was split seconds. And 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 I, I will say this. Baron Davis, I haven't seen him make that face that he made that I saw on his face since he dunked on Andre Karolinko when he played <laughs> with the Warriors. No bullshit. Yo, he, he woke up from a dead fucking sleep. Yo. Like dead ass. Like he was he had a pillow. And I'm not talking about an airplane pillow. Baron Davis had a pillow pillow. And he was yo. out as soon and, and, and when like and then Big Baby Dave, luckily I'm just gonna say this right now. Luckily, Big Baby Davis didn't get to him before I did because he's on some other shit. He yeah, was literally man. eating that motherfucker. And like Yo. you can't stop, baby. Yo, anybody in the sound of my voice that even thinks about going for that cockpit door or the other door. Yo, as a passenger, I have every right to rip your ass from limb to limb because my life. You can't play with my life. I got daughters. You got kids. Fucking, what, what you doing at that door, man? Get the fuck up. Yo, way to go, rap. All uh, Baron Davis with the South Central sensibilities. Big baby uh, Davis. All them dudes, man. But you did it. You saw it, and you went right away. Because if you didn't, money would have probably got that shit open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. And, you know, yeah. when we landed, we, we, we had to wait at the gate for 20 minutes. The, 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 the security came. And and I, I don't know who they were. They asked me a question. I kept it moving. They had all my information. I kept it moving. We, we got off. We were just still jittery. Um, and and it was what it was. And I have to say, um, uh, this uh, my heroic acts uh, uh, and being dubbed the White Wesley Snipes. 
<laughs> um, it made me think uh, about uh, uh, Stallone in, in Rambo. Because, uh, yeah. uh, you know, he, he was just a common man and he uh, did, uh, you know, and, you know, he's just like, I'm a guy. And uh, <laughs> he's like, uh, you know, I'm in, uh, I, I imagined if, if, uh, if, if Rambo, uh, uh, Rambo Rappaport uh, had to deal with the press. Because I, I've been, no, this is again, no bullshit. Because I'm, I'm talking to us, the fans, and you guys, <clears throat> I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast fans. You, you know, like, especially the premium guys who were here in this first you guys, to me, like no bullshit. We've my I've gotten phone calls from different press people and all that shit. I was like, if if we're gonna save this for anybody, this has to go to our premium people. Yeah. Um, so this is the first uh, I'm explaining the story. Um, but but if Rambo was explaining the story, or a version of Rambo uh, was explaining the story, uh, uh, I think he would say something uh, like this: "I'm just a man." Uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a man who minds his business. I live, a, I live a regular life and a quiet life. But I didn't want any of this. I didn't choose any of this. Just a guy. I don't like talking much. I, mean, I, mean, I gotta say, one thing I will say is things ain't been the same since we got back from Shanghai. It's, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes I think I hear Johnny talking to me. Who, who, wait, wait, who the fuck is John? Yeah, sometimes I think I hear him talking to me, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny was uh, my platoon mate. He was a uh, great man. I never met anyone like Johnny. It was me and Johnny in the bush. <laughs> it was me and Johnny in the bush. I came home, Johnny didn't. When I came back from Shanghai, I came back, Johnny didn't. Nobody called me a hero then. Call me a hero now. I ain't your hero. My life stinks. This whole town stinks. <laughs> Talking about heroes. Everybody's asking me why I did what I did. I did what I had to do. I did what I was trained to do. I did what Johnny would have done. I did what Johnny would have done. Again, who the fuck is Johnny? Johnny was a hero. He was a real hero. All you maggots calling me. Asking me questions. You don't know what it's like. You don't know what it's like where I came from. I hear his voice sometimes. Everybody's asking me questions. You want a piece of me? You want a piece of my soul? Come on and take it. Take what's left of it, that is. Well, my soul. Rip it out. Rip my soul out. In the field, we had honor. Back here, we got nothing. I got nothing. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got Johnny. I got nothing. Where's Johnny, man? I don't want to talk to you people no more. <laughs> so uh, that that's how I, had, I envisioned uh, 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 the press conference. Um, Yo, what, what? All right, let's talk about the Vietnamese cat. What, what? What did he have to say for himself? Did he have anything to say after the plane landed? Did he say anything like, yo, pardon me? What, no, what, what, that's, what happened? that's, I got to be honest, the thing that bugged me out was that he wasn't coherent. No, he, he wasn't like apologizing. Like when, when, I mean, he got dudes yelling at him. Now, like I said, I didn't do it in the Aiello voice. I did it in my voice, in, in my half sleeping and genuinely scared voice. Now... Some people said to me, fans of the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, aside from uh, Rambo, uh, uh, what would have Aiello said? 
What the fuck are you doing? Get your fucking hands off the fucking door. Get the fuck. And I yell it with a cold cock. I'll break your fucking head. Hit him over the head with a fucking glass. Stop his fucking head out, Baron. Yeah. <laughs> Buster, lock that cocksucker in the bathroom. <laughs> Baby, get the fucking duct tape. Don't let him go. Duct tape him to the fucking seat. Can you imagine if Aiello would have been on the plane? Oh, man. Yo, homeboy was for self. He didn't have his wife He was for, for self. He was by himself. He was there by himself. And, and, and money was on some bullshit, man. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've been talking about... The, of course, we now have to do the, the best of, of the unfriendly skies. We have been talking about the unfriendly skies and flying... And, and no bullshit, just like we said. If you're not flying coast to coast, and this was this was a long flight, but it was Houston to LAX. If you are not flying coast to coast, that is when all this bullshit starts. That's when all this bullshit happens. It's always a man on a plane from Ohio to yep. uh, Phoenix. It's always yep. a man on a plane from Florida to Georgia. It's always a pl- Alabama to Tulsa. It's it's never the that East Coast West Coast flight that it seems to happen. And I don't wish it on anybody. Scared the shit out of me. But yeah, we have been talking about the unfriendly skies, and it's crazy because just the other day I was talking about how TSA died and how TSA was a shit show. You're right, right, <laughs> yo, and, and they should change. The, uh, the captain should come out and make his announcement before the flight leaves and be like, yo, the doors are over here, blah, blah, blah. If any one of y'all get up and try to go at one of these doors, I have given, I have deputized all the passengers to whoop your ass and then we'll tend to you when we get, when we land. But if you, you're taking a risk because I, I got all these people to come rip you from limb to limb. Because I can't see what's going on. <laughs> and, and, and now that we're doing the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast Tour, we're flying all summer. It's going to change the dynamic of those flights. Because when, when you see me on the plane now, first of all, salute me, Duke. Yeah. Salute me, Duke. I want that respect. Fuck that. I'm, 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 yo, I, I, yo, I want my motherfucking respect. Okay, people making fun of me because I'm scared of coyotes and scared of cats. What's Gucci? You see yeah. how I get down. Yeah, I see. What's and, Gucci? And I'm get- I'm getting, I'm getting on behind you, chest naked, just to let motherfuckers know this is how I'm flying on the plane, B. <laughs> yo, you got to do it. Yeah, because they don't go to the door if you look crazy. They're like, yo, he's going to come. He's going to get me. We gotta, you got to go on the plane looking menacing. Yes. We're going <laughs> to grease up before we get on the plane. We've, yep. we've been saying this for a year, and it's just crazy that it culminated yep. with this. Yep. Kimbo Slice. I'm yep. going to have that outfit. Yep. The, the, the outfit where it's jeans and no shirt. Yep. And you should get let, a mouthpiece. Yep. And a, a do-rag, a red do-rag, and I'm going to let my chest hair grow. Yeah, let it grow. <laughs> and grease that shit up nice, but don't, don't, don't groom it. Just grease it. Yeah. Let it nap up. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, that happened. That, that's totally real. Thank God we're safe. It was crazy. Something that I sure any, none of us will never forget. And since we're doing an emergency podcast, I, I just wanted to uh, do a quick discussion. Um, one of the great hip-hop albums of all time, uh, a game-changing hip-hop album, game-changing a record by a game-changing MC, who I believe was 19 at the time that he put it out, Long Live the Cane by the Hall of Fame 
Uh, needs no introduction. Big Daddy Kane turned 30 years old the other day. 30 years old since Long Live the Kane came out. And, and I'll just riff on this. And I know Moody, uh, uh, you know, have a lot to say about this because uh, I know personally I share memories of you and me watching Video Music Box and watching that Ain't No Half Stepping video yeah. in my father's crib. You know, yep, uh, uh, yep. watching it and like catching it, like you know, sometimes you'd catch it midway through, sometimes you'd catch it all the way through, you'd catch it on Yo MTV Raps or wherever. But I know on Video Music Box, uh, that was something. And Big Daddy Kane at the time, I mean, with School Lover and Scrap Lover, and that 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 sample from Ain't No Half Stepping, and that whole record, the Raw remix, yeah. the Just Rhyming with Biz uh, song, uh, the Word to the Motherland. And, and his whole style and the way he flowed and he would go fast and his wordplay. I mean, without Big Daddy Kane and without Long Live the Kane, there is no Jay-Z the rapper. He'll be the first to tell you that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yo, first thing you know, you notice about that album and, and back in the days, it's just that brother had talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, 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 you can hear pure talent. This is 1987. <laughs> Yo, 88, 88, it dropped. Eight, yo, just pure talent. Word, a wordsmith, uh, crisp diction, rocking the mic, good beats. It was very simple. It came out. Everybody loved it. I had it rocking on the Walkman because, you know, Walkman all the time, man. Brooklyn dude, best style. Of course, man, this is like an icon in, in, in music, Big Daddy Kane. So, of course, we, we, we love that album, man. Just hey, talent. Hey. And the talent, and you know, the thing about it is he mixed the consciousness, he mixed yeah. the fun, he mixed just the bullshit, and you know, like, you know, like, the Just Rhyming With Biz song is just a, a bull, like, that, that's not like a song, that's just like them freestyling, bullshitting around, yeah. um, you know, and then the King Age, he was dropping knowledge, it was like, yeah. you don't have to just be one thing, and like his voice, and then he had, you know, you know, like the dark skin sex symbol shit, and he was talking about that, and... I mean, the Raw remix, Raw, R-A-W, is, yo, oh, yeah. that shit yeah, is Hall of Fame. That's, that's, yep. that's everything. E even if you didn't like hip-hop or you didn't know about rap music and you put that on, you put Raw on, and you put stuff like that on, you could, you could appreciate the talent, the breath control, flowing with the beat, all that, all the uh, grabbing words, all that stuff. You could appreciate that. This is why these guys are revered now as time moves on because you appreciate it in comparison to what we have today. Yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, somebody posted a thing with, like, the records that came out in 1988, just 1988. Oh, uh, yeah. Ten records, and, and I, I saw it, um, uh, aside from uh, Ain't No Half Steppin', which, which came out in, in 1988. In 1988, time to set it straight. Word. I'm ready. <laughs> Uh, the Public Enemy, Enemy record, Ultra Magnetic MCs, Critical Beatdown, straight out of Compton, which was obviously that doesn't need no introduction. Jungle Brothers, straight out the jungle, one of my favorite records of all time. Children's Story by Slick Rick, Boogie Down Productions, by any means necessary. EPMD, Strictly Business, Eric B and Rakim's record came out. Um, yeah. uh, Follow the Leader, and even a uh, uh, DJ. Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, better known now as Will Smith. All this came out in one year. So when you hear us complaining 
and you hear us saying our standards are high, don't blame us. Blame uh, 1988 because yeah. I take those yeah. 10 records that I just named and put them against anything that's been released in the last 15 years, and I guarantee you those 10 records stand up against anything. Yeah, and, and you notice it's all different. They're all varieties. Now, every, everybody's the same. It's all varieties. De La, De La Soul was uh, in that in that thing too so damn it's 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 a and we we're missing so many oh more. yeah that's just 10 yeah. right and we're not fact even, checking we're not breaking yeah. the rule number one of the iron rapport stereo but we're not fact checking and none of that shit was mainstream right and aside from aside from um uh well nwa was cursing a lot and a uh, slick rick you know he was in and out of curse because he, he he was playing around the majority of these records have very like epmd had to, i mean they're not vulgar. You know, NWA, obviously, they, they, were, they changed the whole game. Right. But these are not like, you know, records you can't, you can't cursing play. For the sake, yeah, cursing for the sake of cursing. It's not like that back in the days in 88, 89, 87, all that stuff. It was just like totally different. But, yo, like I said, I don't hate on these new dudes. I'm just saying in comparison, yo, my standard is, is, is fly rhymes, man, and funky beats. I'll never get off that. Me neither. Me neither. Um, all right. Well, uh, Miles, um, take us out of the show here uh, with a little raw Big Daddy Kane underneath here. Um, I just want to say a uh, shout out to all the guys that were on that plane. Uh, Ryan Hollins. I've heard from some people that were actually on the plane that I don't know because it's been all over the news. Uh, Baron Davis, my man Mike Hill. Uh, of course, Big Baby Davis, all the Fox people, uh, uh, that was something that we will never forget. Um, this is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. the White Wesley Snipes, uh, signing off for me and G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty. This is an emergency I am Rapport stereo podcast. We're going to put this out on premium right away and then share it uh, on our regular thing, but we'll, we'll wait a couple of days to do that. I want to make sure that we, we hit our premium people first. Because uh, you guys are the hardest of the hard body karate Iron Rap Poor Stereo podcast fans. Uh, Moody, you got anything else to say, my friend? No, no. Shout out to Brooklyn. Big Daddy K. What up? Best star. And, and, and next time I, I see you and I fly with you, please, please bring, make sure we bring the, the baby oil, have your mouthpiece, and I expect your chest hair not to be uh, groomed. Yo, it's going to be it's gonna be nappy for, for the flight. All right, peace. Cash money because I get bored. Boy, you don't deserve this. I work like a slave to become a master. And when I say a rhyme, you know that it has to be perfectly fitted. Cause I'm committed to entertainer and trainer and cane or get with it. I go and blow and grow to let you know I damage you. I'm not an amateur, but a professional, a questioner without doubt superb. So full of action, my name should be a verb. My voice will float on every note. When I clear my throat, that's all she wrote. The minute that the cane starts to go on, believe it's gonna be smooth sailing, so on. As I put other rappers out of their misery, get them in a battle and make them more history. Ruling and schooling, and see that I'm dueling. Watch them all take a fall as I sit back cooling on my throne with the bronze microphone. Mm. God bless the child who can hold his own, cause I can rule. Mm. Any good.